0: Sources. Inside, sources, inside sources, inside sources, where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM, lots of activity going on in our nation's capital today, even though the Senate is out of session, the House is in session. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, in uh, referencing the Various infrastructure bills and the voter rights bill uh, said they were close to landing the plane. Uh, One Democratic uh, member of Congress uh, was worried if there was landing gear on the plane. But it appears that they've at least landed the rule, uh, which is a fancy way for us uh, to really look at the fact that that is the sequence or the order by which they're going to start addressing these three different initiatives these three different bills so we're going to take a moment now while we're waiting for the president to focus on what is behind behind the headlines as it relates to where we are on infrastructure and spending think you know the news of the day think again now Winston Churchill in a speech in the House of Commons in February of 1949 Uh, This was about four years after the socialists under Prime Minister Clement uh, Attlee had implemented a very aggressive socialist agenda in the UK. Winston Churchill famously said, if you destroy a free market, you create a black market. If you make 10,000 regulations, you destroy all respect for the law. And I sort of feel that same way as it relates to our spending. If you spend trillions upon trillions upon trillions, uh, You have destroyed all respect for government authority, for government discipline, and that government's going to do the right thing for the American people as opposed to what is popular, as opposed to what is expedient or what is just political and in their political best interest. So it was interesting yesterday uh, in the White House press briefing, uh, Jen Psaki, uh, who we're giving a lot of airtime to today, uh, and she has the hardest job in Washington, being the press secretary in any administration is a challenge. Uh, She's juggling a lot of things right now, including what's going on as it relates to the president's spending agenda. And uh, this was her response in terms of how the president is viewing what House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is doing in terms of her strategy to get all this agenda passed. The president has every intention of signing each of these pieces of legislation into law. And what I want to be clear with you all about is he supports Speaker Pelosi's uh, proposed path forward uh, to get this process done. Representative Maxine Waters, Democrat from California, spoke about the budget resolution framework on the House floor earlier today. We must first pass the budget resolution so that we can then pass the president's Build Back Better agenda, including this historic funding for housing programs. This rule also brings us one step closer to the critical House passage of H.R. 4, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, the Advancement Act. So all of these have been uh, linked together by rule, uh, which is really just how the House gets things done. Uh, So they've created this rule that this is where they're going to to vote and go. Now, one of the interesting things that we have been following and covering is this group of 10 moderate Democrats uh, who have been saying, not so fast, uh, Democratic Party, not so fast, Speaker Pelosi. Uh, this This is too much spending. This is not the right way. Let's get a bipartisan win first. And then we can deal with a debate around the larger $3.5 trillion spending package, which will be done, again, strictly on on partisan lines. And so that battle's been going back and forth. They seem to be inching a little bit closer uh, to one another in terms of how they do that. Here's the interesting thing. Uh, The the group of 10 moderate Democrats uh, have been saying, you know, you've got to vote on the bipartisan bill first. It's a bipartisan win for the administration it's a bipartisan win for those members that are running in very close races in either independent or right-leaning districts. And it also starts the process of creating jobs and that it begins immediately. So it's about shovel-ready. It's about steel and concrete in the ground. It's about roads and bridges. Uh, And so this group of moderate Democrats are making the case that take that win, get that done, move that forward. Nancy Pelosi is taking a different strategy, saying, no, we're going to we're going to do this big, massive spending package first, three point five trillion. And I heard from several sources in Washington today. Again, this this bill hasn't even been written yet. That's also really important. Little tidbit of information hasn't been uh, fully written into legislative language yet in the Senate. So this is just passing the framework. But what we're hearing is that by the time it gets written into language and the Congressional Budget Office scores it. So the Congressional Budget Office goes through and and actually looks at it and says, "Okay, that's realistic or no, you're underestimating here or overestimating there. What I'm hearing from multiple sources is that this bill will will really be about five point six trillion being over. $2 $2 trillion off is not a rounding error. <laughs> that is big. That is massive. And to me, that throws the whole thing into question uh, as to what you can really believe. That is just such a massive amount of money uh, that is going to drive all kinds of things that are gonna, going to impact, uh, especially the poor, uh, the middle class, the most vulnerable, uh, are all going to be wildly negatively impacted. Uh, by what that will do to the economy, what that will do to inflation, uh, and a host of other things, and, and so there's a, a long, long way to go on all of this. And the House has begun the process again, very strategic in terms of Nancy Pelosi as Speaker of the House. Uh, she is incredibly good at this. You have to, you have to tip your hat and say, okay, she she knows how to get her her group, her colleagues together. Uh, to move something forward. And it appears that she's made progress on that today by uh, passing this rule that will set the sequence. And the sequence she has set is that they will start with the larger package, $3.5 trillion, then the bipartisan bill at $1.2 trillion, and then they'll get to the John Lewis Voting Rights Act uh, on the backside of that, uh, which isn't going to happen for a while. Uh, Also important to note, on the uh, larger bill, that's going to take some time. That's going to be several weeks. And again, I'm going to go back, circle back to this group of 10 moderate Democrats who are saying, if you don't vote on the bipartisan bill by September 27th, then their votes become questionable in terms of the larger package. So with a closely divided House, closely divided Senate, uh, there's going to be a lot of negotiations. There's going to be Uh, a lot of different challenges that are going to come up. And all of this in the middle of what's taking place in Afghanistan, which uh, really brings me to my, my last point in this segment is we have to look at all of this together. One of the things that every administration goes through is a desire to focus on the domestic agenda for the United States of America, as they should. And that is the thing that you campaign on. That is the thing that you win elections on and you talk to the American people about the American people for the American people on what you will do for them in a domestic agenda. If you're elected president, immediately upon being sworn into office, presidents, regardless of political party, immediately recognize that the domestic agenda gets very complicated because of America's place in the world and dealing with the foreign agenda, and foreign policy, and foreign entanglements uh, often end up dominating the day. And the Biden administration is in the middle of the middle of experiencing that. I think they are struggling mightily with it to bring all that information in to keep all those trains rolling. And we're going to continue to analyze it and to figure out what are they doing inside the West Wing? Are they doing it right? What could they do better? And most importantly, what's next for all of us? Think again with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding.